Hey guys, this is Ryan. This is Cliff. And we're uh, we're hanging out in the hotel, Hotel Sinusoid over here. Uh, it's a hotel in California, but it, not Hotel California. No, absolutely not. I mean, we can leave anytime we want. We can also check out, check in or <laughs> check out anytime we want. Um, That's good to know. Yeah. It's uh, the Hotel Sinusoid. Not at all like the Hotel California. <laughs> 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 I just flew in this morning. And yeah, you and Andy came and picked me up at the airport. Yep. You guys went and did a Korean barbecue last night. I'm just catching everybody up. Uh, but we were sitting here having conversation on the couch. And I was like, we should probably be recording this, considering we're two podcasters. Yeah, absolutely. Having a conversation. There should be mics on at all times, right? And we were about to talk about um, our first experiences, like recording music. So that's right about where I interrupted you. I was like, let me get microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you take it off. So you take off where, where we left off. Yeah, we were talking about um, like our, our first experiences recording and we talked about some other artists. And uh, but I was telling um, I was telling him that the, my first recording experience was I was playing in a church band as a teenager mm. and some dude like started attending the church and like he was all like into metal music and everything. Nice. And uh, he had, I think it was like a Roland or a Tascam, like little Porta Studio uh, all in one kind of deal. Was it CD or tape? It was CD. Oh, okay. It had a external out to, like, you could burn your own. Heavy-duty stuff. They were making CDs. That's it. <laughs> and, and, and we were going to make a CD of our youth band. And um, he came in, and basically, it, it was weird because the way he wanted to do is do a live recording. And instead of, like, going a direct out on the boards... Uh-huh. Like he made us all plug into his rig and then like he just did a stereo out the front of the house and it <laughs> sounded terrible. Like, like yeah. it, it was so unworkable like to record that way. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. So you're running like, are you running like mics off of amps and then like mics over drums and like a mic on vocal into his recording setup? Yeah. And then run that to the board for you guys to monitor yourselves. Yeah. Yourselves. Yes. Yeah, that's nuts. Because we weren't going like direct into the sound system. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that's funny. Did how how did it sound? The recording. Oh, it was, it was terrible. And like, uh, I, I I ran across a CD of that like not too long ago, and it was it was so like it was completely unedited. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> the first time I ever recorded like in a like a studio like we're using real mics and like recording to like a computer sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, cause I had had like a, a four track Tascam like mm-hmm. tape recorder or whatever, but I had this buddy who wanted to record a song for his girlfriend and he was going to sing on it. And he was like, I need you to come play guitar on this. And it's like, uh, what song is it? Oh, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll have like the chords when you show up. Well, just tell me the song. And then he like hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play the song at all, so I didn't have any time to practice. Show up at like this home studio that's like built into an apartment sort of okay. thing. But he's got all the mics and everything, and then he drops it on me that we're gonna be, he's we're gonna be uh, recording a version of Coldplay's "Yellow." Uh-huh. And I'm not a Coldplay fan at all, so it's like I have never even touched this song before. And this guy can't sing, but we spend like, three or four hours like trying to <laughs> nail this thing down. <laughs> This is completely awful. And I was like, I really want to get a copy of this. Like, make sure you get me like a copy of the CD. And 
I, I asked a guy like two weeks later, like, can I get a copy of that CD just so I can hear like what this recording situation sounded like? Cause you know, it's like the first time I ever recorded something like that. I was like, oh yeah, I gave the only copy to my girlfriend <laughs> and then her car got stolen. <laughs> so somewhere out there, there's a, <laughs> the only copy of this CD with me playing a cover of Coldplay's Yellow really terribly. And my friend singing it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did something like that one time. Um, there was a friend of a friend, and he played drums. And he was going to record a song for some girl he was seeing at the time, like, for her birthday or whatever. And he came over, and, like, I can't remember if he, like, attempted to play guitar uh-huh. or if I did it. And, like, uh, I recorded the whole thing for him, but it was it was terrible. <laughs> But it's funny because the guy, like, he went on to, like, be a singer-songwriter and, uh-huh. and, like, get pretty decent at it. But Yeah. It's amazing when you think, like, there's so much really good, like, polished music out there. Mm-hmm. To think about, like, that's just the tip of the iceberg and, like, the rest of it all the way down is just awful recordings that people have made. Like, even in studios, but then, like, going into bedroom recordings and like everything yeah. like that. There's, the world is full of just these piles of piles just of information, recorded yeah. information. And someday archaeologists are going to find, like, a cross-section average of it all mm-hmm. and think that all the music of the past was just, like, terrible. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. They're going to find everyone's, like, Tascam tapes and, like, <laughs> and their CDRs. <laughs> You know, buried under like volcano flows and stuff like that. Like that'll be all the preserved That'd be music. Hilarious, yeah. thousands of years. If they from could now. even find a player that works to play it. <laughs> well, in the future, they'll all just like look at it and be able to read it with their minds that, or something. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had another situation where uh, with with Steve when uh, first started playing in a band with him years and years ago, like a decade and a half ago. Uh, we were all jamming in this like church like youth room. I'm like, we should be recording this. Yeah, yeah, we totally should be recording this. Uh-huh. So we had one microphone. We didn't have, and we had a, an adapter and an RCA cable and a VCR. And so we hung the microphone from the ceiling and just like jammed as a band with the audio from the uh, RCA cable going into the VCR. Yeah. <laughs> recorded like a little demo on a VHS tape. That's that's <laughs> funny. It actually kind of kind of worked. Like, yeah. It was dirty punk rock sound, but it worked. And it, it was like wider tape than the cassette tape. Yeah. So it probably yeah. was a better medium for it. Oh, yeah. I have super good audio quality yeah. on the VHS for sure. I, now, along that line, there was one time my dad took me up to the church. Uh, he he's, was the pastor there. And so he took a tape deck, like those dual tape decks. Uh huh. And he was like, okay, we're going to we're gonna do some multi track recording. Oh, here and we he, go. He took and he would play the tape. He had. And I would record, like, I think I was recording, like, Lord, I lift your name on high, like uh-huh. that. And then I would play guitar and sing. And then he took it and he put that in the other tape deck and then put another one. No. And then, like, <laughs> so he's multi tracking by multi taping? Yeah, by dubbing, like, onto each other. <laughs> and so, like, it just kept stacking. So there's uh, eventually you have like twelve tapes that are all like different progressions of yeah. <laughs> one recording. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing was is, this with one of those old school like church tape duplicators? 
yeah, like, like like the dual tape decks, like where oh, it was a dual, okay, yeah, where you could like uh, you could play one over front of house and then like be recording on the other one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and so that's what he was doing, and uh, but the you know it's tricky because you get your levels wrong, and it oh, just yeah. destroys the whole recording. Yeah, it's a it's like a like the Jenga of recording. Yeah, <laughs> you pull the wrong brick a little <laughs> too <laughs> fast, the whole thing's yeah. done. Yeah, then you go got to go back to that previous tape somehow. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wonder, I wonder if Phil's here. I wonder if Phil has a good recording studio. I mean, story. You have any good recording studio stories, guys? Uh, Phil or Andy? Remember, they can't hear you on the mic right now. They're saying so much. Like, it's, like slow down, Phil. Slow down. <laughs> I don't think it. I can throw on another mic, like, after the fact. I can't, Phil. With the age six, I cannot... Like the the channels. Oh, m let me try plugging it in. Yeah. Let me try plugging it in. Plug it in. Check, baby, check, baby. No, I can't turn it on. Come on. Sorry, Phil. Here, just. Here. Do Do you have a good recording st story? <laughs> Ryan refuses to let me hold my own mic. Yeah, it's not plugged in. It doesn't. Uh, that that's irrelevant. The fact that it's not plugged into anything doesn't mean. It, doesn't matter. Uh, I just want to hold my mic, all right? I just want to hold a mic. Yes, one mic with each hand. Okay, so what was the question? So do you have any good, like, interesting first-time recording stories? Uh, recording. Right. First thing I ever recorded was... Um, I love the Cosby Show, so I started recording the Cosby Show every Thursday night. On VHS. <laughs> On VHS. I had well, Ryan three has or a VHS four, story, so that goes right along with that. I had three or four tapes of Cosby episodes that I just uh, over the summer I would just watch them all day long. Did you overdub on top of them, like with your stand-up comedy or something? No, I did not. I just I just enjoyed I just enjoyed the Cosby Show, <laughs> and I would just watch old Cosby episodes. Little Rudy Huxtable, make put. Put. Remember the episode. Remember the episode where uh, her and her friend. Tried to make uh, peanut butter and jelly in the blender, and they threw it all in. They didn't put the lid on, and it's threw uh, jelly all over the the room. And then they just left the mess and went and hid. It's a good episode. <laughs> good life lesson learned there. It's when you make a mess, clean it up. Now, now you do record like ambient like sounds walking through the park, don't you? On what? See, see, we're here at the state capital of California. That's true. And oh, I see. Yes. That's what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't know if uh, if we want to get a shot of this. I know we've taken some pictures of this view, but um, I was telling I was telling the boys here that there's some something crazy about this park that we're looking at where every tree, there's like a tree from every area of California or something like that. Yeah. And uh, as I was recording... My podcast, perhaps you've heard of it, The Gear Slum. Uh, I was walking through that park, hearing different bird sounds as I, uh, as I walked. And all the trees are labeled, the fancy kind of tree it is. Oh, they're labeled? Yeah, there's a plaque okay. attached to each tree. There was one that I thought was called Chris Pine, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I got closer and it was like, it was like Chur. Pine. Sure, Pine. Okay. I think is what it's called. So, not Chris Pine. I think I think that would be a good name for a tree. Um, 
So yeah, bird. I I I'm a fan of background bird noises while I record. Yeah. Actually, you, that's you the name of my my band. Background it's like a, bird noises. Yeah, it's like a shoegazy kind of thing. You know, we just do, like. Do you ever go to the beach to collect sounds like seagulls? I don't. I, I'm a should. couple hours from the beach. <laughs> do do people do that? I think they do. I, I mean, I, I would pay top dollar for something yeah, like that and mix that samples, into my uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. Well, hey, you got a really cool story that happened to you this morning. Would you mind who's, sharing it with us? Whose podcast is this for? We'll do it all. <laughs> we'll, I'll send you guys a file. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. Okay. Um, you don't. Well, you don't have to, but. I thought it'd be fun. Uh, well, any of our listeners will already hear the story because I did it on our podcast. Oh, so this is a crossover. If, that's fine. Matter. That's fine. A good story is a good story. Um, so I record on the move, as some of you may have heard, and uh, usually I go to a. Um, usually I go to the christian college that's near my house because it's free wi-fi there but today i just decided to throw caution to the wind being uh staying in uh andy's uh andy kim's super awesome uh room how sweet yeah the uh Cowerfest sinusoid beach house is uh what i like to call it um so i want i went outside and started wandering around while while recording and thought I'd get a um, cappuccino uh, to start off my session. And as I walked into the coffee shop, there's a young gentleman pulling a, a bike off of a wall. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. He's struggling to get this bike off the wall. I've grabbed the mic from, okay. from Clifton. This is yes. Ryan. So he's getting this a is bike Ryan. off the wall. There's a bike rack attached to the wall because it's a hipster coffee place. Oh, it's a bike rack. Yes. Okay, okay. Is that what those things are called? Yeah, where you store a bike. You put bikes on the wall. Yeah, like a, like a, a normal person. A normal person would put their bike on the wall. Okay. I'll, I'll, roll, I'll roll with that. Okay. So this hipster coffee place obviously has a bike rack on the wall. And this gentleman is struggling to get what I assumed was his bike off of the bike rack and he was having trouble getting his bike off the wall. Yeah, he didn't. I, and uh, now, th- looking back, it's probably because he did not put that bike on that bike rack. Someone so did it for him. He didn't. He didn't understand how to who do put, that. Who put, who put his bike on the wall? Well, that that's the thing is that it turned out to not be his bike. What? It was one of these three angry gentlemen that appeared out of nowhere and started screaming at him. And I was standing right there, about to help this gentleman steal this bike that's um accessory to uh theft yes right? theft accessories theft accessory, accessory theft accessory theft you it's know, not grand it's not grand theft because i mean unless the bike what's what's the limit is it five thousand yeah when does it become grand theft oh nice double accessory theft double accessory double secret Accessory. So this guy's trying to steal a bike that's not his off the wall. He that's didn't how even, you steal things. He didn't even put it, it there. Doesn't belong to you. Angry you people it. put it there. They weren't angry when they put it there. You I saw think. them. You saw them put it up. <laughs> I, I did not. I assumed <laughs> that when they put their bikes there, that they were just fine. Oh, you think? They, but then they start screaming at this man, 
hey, what are you doing? Oh, this is a bike. And he says, he pauses and just very calmly says, you're right. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I, I was trying to take this bike, but it's because I'm hungry and I was hoping to ride it to another location and then sell it for some. And I'm like, I was just, <laughs> I was standing Sounds like a right, very reasonable right in the mix of the whole thing. And I just started backing up slowly. And then I circled around the block thinking, I'm, uh, you know, I'll just take my time and then I'll find my way back to the coffee place and I'm sure everything will have died down and I'll be able to walk in because they were blocking the entry to the coffee place with yeah. this interaction. So I will circle the block. I come back and as I'm walking in, now this man is finally leaving and he says, like all indignant out over his shoulder, and just so you know, I wasn't stealing the bike. I was just going to ride it. <laughs> so then i walk up to order my coffee i walk so i walk up to order my coffee and uh the and the the you know like the barista and i don't know it was like the barista and then i'm i maybe the you know the owner and then the obviously the bike owner they're all standing there and they're i'm like they're going i can't believe can you believe this guy like and then he says i wasn't stealing. i was just gonna write it when he told us in the beginning he was stealing the bike he was i'm gonna be honest and i'm gonna tell you i was stealing and I, i was like man you guys have had a quite a morning and it's only like uh, six fifteen, and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's not normally like this, but I mean, wow. oh, huh. so they were kind of thrown by the whole situation. Oh, I was that's thrown. that's not normal for them. Uh, I, I mean, you put a, a bike rack on the wall, people are gonna grab bikes right next to the door, right next to the door. Was it outside the door? No, it, it was, was inside the shop. It was inside. It's inside the door, but right is the door open." Wide open. Oh, okay. Double doors. So it's, it's, the door is closed, and it's like that slows people down. But yeah. You, like, leave a door open, and bikes are just there. Someone's going to grab a bike. Yeah. That's how it goes. There's just lots of... Sacramento is known for its bike grabbers. Bike grabbers? Yeah. Yeah. Just grabbing bikes. They'll grab you by the bike in Sacramento. <laughs> just grab those bikes. <laughs> Don't leave your bike out. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> That's what this guy said. Do we have anything else interesting to talk about in this recording, or... Is this the end? Um, you were supposed to talk about recording experiences. Yeah, and, and like, I did. You I talked about recording birds, and then you moved no. into a bike story. No. You talked about recording the Cosby show. Yeah, the Cosby, exactly. I talked about recording the Cosby show. And then Clifton said, hey, tell us what happened this morning. Okay. I got off topic. So, <laughs> so did, did you, have you ever recorded music? You know, like music? <laughs> you know uh, what that is, Phil? <laughs> I, I, I'm familiar with music. Um... I'm I'm a horrible recorder. Rur. Okay, recorder. If you if you if you haven't noticed, uh, so so you've never done like a like a band demo or anything like that. No, I mean, I you have. gotta I get you in the studio, Phil. I don't have any. I don't have any cool stories about doing it. I I've done it and I feel bad about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I think you ought to go Clif- to your church. Clifton has an idea. Yes, and use your zoom h4 mm-hmm. and offer to record your youth band with it mm-hmm. and then instead of letting them plug like into the sound system okay you just make them record into the recorder and like don't let them monitor themselves isn't that a novel idea ryan is shaking his head in approval yes 
Hey, Ryan, what do you think? I think you need to get a crazy band recording hmm. scenario under your belt. You need that experience. I don't know. So that you can come back on the show and tell us stories. Okay, so I have. I was 300... so frustrated with you just now. I almost called you Steve. <laughs> so I have, I have 365 days before we're back here together. Yes, you have a year. I have one year Phil. to pull this off. Okay, I think 365 days is doable. And then you're gonna come come back in a year, and you're like, guys, I did it. Here's my story. And I'm like, what? <laughs> guys, what are, I did it. So what are you talking? I've, so I found some. I I found the Cosby Show. Uh, now I have a DVR, so I'm not using VHS anymore. I've got, I've accumulated multiple episodes of the Cosby show on my DVR, right? That's what i This is the story you're going to tell in a year that you've in one recorded year. more Cosby show Yeah, episodes. more Cosby show. <laughs> yeah. You've branched out from Rudy. You're into other, like, characters. It's a different world. Now, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, the spinoff show of the Cosby show, it's a different world. Yeah, you, well, you're also, world. like, into, like, big into Theo episodes in a year from now. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really into Theo's right. story, and character his, arc. And, yeah, and his best friend, uh, Cockroach. Cockroach! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't remember his name until he said it. Yeah, his friend Cockroach. You know who, I thought that was a Fresh Prince. Who is mm-hmm. the, who's the best friend in Fresh Prince? He did, he did Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. And you know who's good friends with him? Who's good friends with Jazzy Jeff? Pat Chen. No. Yeah. Pat Get Chen? Wait. Okay. Pat Chen is good friends with Jazzy Jeff? Yes, Pat Chen is good friends with DJ Jazzy Jeff. From what? Friends. You are kidding me. Pat, if you're listening, how come you never told us? Pat, if you are watching this, and we know you are watching this. <laughs> On the big screen TV. <laughs> is he watching? I don't, I don't know if he's a listener. Is he a listener? <laughs> you can actually watch. I don't think, he's, you, I don't think if, he listens. I know he doesn't listen to ours. If you subscribe to the 60 Cycle Hunt, the guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, running, breaking, green, <laughs> podcast, you can actually watch this on YouTube. We, we oh, that, yeah, published right. YouTube now, so you can actually watch it. <laughs> So, yeah, this past Nam, I was with Pat, and uh, it was it was we were just having a meeting and hanging out after, and DJ Jazzy Jeff texts him to find out where he is because he wanted to get together at what the show. The but then uh, you know he chose me over DJ Jazzy Jeff, so Pat oh. did the right thing. Whoa! I, I really appreciate that because you know we're homies. Yeah, that's amazing. Are you saying that I might have? Seen DJ Jazzy Jeff at Nam. He was at the show. Unbelievable. But I didn't get to see him. That's so sad. Okay. I mean, just just imagine if you had met him, then you could have become best friends with him. Mm-hmm. Then you would be best friends with the best friend of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's true. You know you're going to run into him at parties. Okay, and then yeah, exactly. So here are some of my other favorite. TV show best friends um, in the show Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your Mike this Siever. is your question. You're going to ask everyone at Cowfest today. Who, okay. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite TV, TV best, best friend? friend? Yeah, Mike. Okay, so Mike Seavers and what guitar do they play? Yeah, Mike Seaver. Mike Seaver's best friend was Boner. And as a as a young as a young child, I was like, that's an odd name. And then as I got older, I was like, whoa, how did a TV show? <laughs> Get away with a best friend, a character of a show named Boner. Uh huh. Sylvester Stabone, I believe, is his his well, actual bo- name. Boner and just used to mean making a mistake. You think? You think? Yeah, that was it. Was a phrase that meant like mistake. Like, oh, I made a boner. 
It sounds it sounds ridiculous now, mm-hmm. but like look it up. That's legit. I, I I am not going to Google the word boner. I want you to look up. <laughs> I want you to get on, making I want a you to get on Google. Uh, and not look, gonna Google and look up making the history of boner. <laughs> the history of boner making a boner. Not gonna no. Not gonna look up Origin any of that. Origin of boner. Origin of. I am not gonna Google any of that, Ryan. That was I refuse. The lesser known Charles Darwin book. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it. He wrote it when he was a teenager. <laughs> uh, the history. The history of the boner. Yes. Mm. This is going to be the title of this episode. Yeah. When I publish it, anyways, you guys can name it whatever you want. The history of the boner. Mm. Or googling boners. Google. <laughs> making boner. Yeah. The making of a boner. All right, I think we should end this right now. Really? <laughs> this you is have great. more you want to talk about? No, I, th- I feel like we're just getting started okay, here. We're just getting warmed up. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Who are some other best friends? TV best friends. Oh. Okay, we have okay. to go to Cower Fest. Andy is saying we need to start our good times. Yeah. Uh, if this isn't a we're good about to leave warm up. Hotel Sinusoid. And get into uh, the sinusoid uh, party bus. Mm-hmm. Go over to Cower. And hopefully, there will be, hopefully there'll be a live stream. There will be a live stream for yes. sure. Yeah, we got the king of live stream here. We're mm-hmm. live stream, you know. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening to this nonsense, guys. Yep. Later. Thanks for friendship. Oh, oh, you snuck it in there. <laughs>